0: this flyover clip how, how do we get ready robin as the body of christ what do we do in getting ready for well, this
1: you know now you're into a place where the first thing you have to do the first step in is to make jesus christ the lord of your life there's a lot of pastors out there who ain't even saved mm. yeah i know that oh that's hard to believe i went to cemetery seminary. I went to all of that. It's hard yeah. to believe, you know, but yeah, I've been a Christian my whole life. No, you haven't. There had to be a point in time somewhere you accepted Jesus. Yeah. You wasn't just born a Christian. Yeah. that to be sometime you made a decision yeah. to yeah. follow it. You know, babies are kept by God, but the day will come when they are, they have a decision to make. Yeah. Remember Paul said I was alive to God once without the law but then sin revived and I died and he had to get born again. In other words children are alive to God until they come to an age they know right from wrong and suddenly the Lord comes to them and says I need you to uh, to receive me as Lord and they'll make a decision. Well if they're raised in a Christian a good Christian home <laughs> if they're raised things. in a Christian home then the decision's real easy. I'll never forget. Krista was just coloring or drawing or something, and TBN was playing. And uh, she just, somebody said, let me lead you in the sinner's prayer. She just prayed it. She started praying it. At that moment, it was the easiest step for her ever. She just stepped right over. She sensed she needed that. And so she did. I remember was it Amber? Yes. Amber, my oldest daughter, uh, <laughs> the oldest, one of our girls, she said, she is a little girl. And she said, I want to be baptized in the Holy ghost. I said, I'd never prayed for somebody to be baptized in the Holy ghost at that time. Wow! And she was about seven years old. I said, well, let's wait till we get back. Let's let Aunt Linda pray for you of, of, over that. She'll, Amber said, oh, no, no, just put your hands on me, uh, pray and let it, and, and let it roll. I'll get it. Wow. Wow. I just laid my Think hands a on it. She just start speaking in tongues. <laughs> just wow. like that. See, if you have to come to a decision right now, right now, decide, make your election and call sure. Go ahead and decide that Jesus Christ is the only way to God. That's the only way. It's not Buddha. It's not Mohammed. It's not Krishna. It's not any cultic pagan religion. It is Jesus the Christ. Now, listen to me close, and I'm going to go ahead and say this. Jesus Christ was God in the flesh, born of the Virgin Mary, he grew up the spotless, sinless lamb of God. He never committed a sin. There was no guile found in his mouth. He, he, he died the death of a sinner with our sin. He became sin for us, 2 Corinthians five twenty one says, he who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So he became our sin. And when he died, he died the death of a sinner, even though he had never committed one. He went into hell. He paid the price for you and I so that we never have to go to hell. And when he rose again after three days and nights, hell couldn't get over the mystery. There was a mystery hidden in God. Satan was screaming. Couldn't you hear him scream? You can't have him. That's sin. That's sin. And the mystery was revealed. Yes, it is sin, but it's not his sin. He never committed a sin. That's their sin. So the sin stays, but he you can't hold him in hell because he never committed one. So up from the grave, he rose and left your and my sin in hell. And so when we come to him and receive him as Lord and Savior, then we become a partaker of his righteousness because he tasted death for us. And so now we can be treated as if we never sinned. How do you do that? Paul told it very plainly. He said, if you will believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, if you will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you'll confess with your mouth that he's your Lord, you'll be saved. That's what he said, do. So you have to believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord and savior and say it out loud. Lord, take my life. Do something with it. Say, cleanse me of all unrighteousness and sin. I confess it before you. Just now take me and make me a new creature. And He will. Mm-hmm. And when he does, you can now, you are qualified. Man, You, he qualified you. You are part of the Jesus revolution, a revolution of belief, a revolution of of a walking in the righteousness of God, not over what we look like, but over who we have become inside a brand new creature, that never existed before. Second Corinthians 5, 17. That's what it says. Well, let's, let's just put it up there. We'll say this. I, I want you to see it because I, I, I don't want you to miss it. it. Says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new and all things are of God. You see that? How many things have passed away? All things. Old things, everything that was in your life before has passed away. And behold, all things. How many things? All All things. things have become new. So you're a new creature. You're a new creature now. That every pastor that's not saved should have prayed that every deacon that's not saved should have prayed that every, every Sunday school teacher that's never been born again, pray that and receive him as Lord. And now when Jesus sends in, he's the re- Oh, we've went so long. I know, but here is the thing. When Jesus approached the tomb of Lazarus, remember what happened? Well, you don't remember it, but you've read it and he yep. said this, roll the stone away. Lord, surely he stinks. He's been <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> we don't want stinking people around us. Mm. He stinks. He's been dead 4 days. Roll the stone away. Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth. Now watch, he who was bound in grave clothes came forth and he looked at the people and said, you loose him and let him go. You're going to have to touch that stinking clothes now. You loose it and you let him go. Wait a minute. Yeah, brother, that's the way it's going to look, all them lost people coming out of them (laughs) caves. They going to come out stinky, drunk. They going to come out drug addicts, them homosexuals. They all going to come out of here, and they going to be on them adulterers, them all these ugly people, even Democrats getting saved. They all going to come out of that. And yeah, but something you're forgetting. Lazarus was a believer. Mm. Lazarus wasn't a worldly man. He was a follower of Jesus. It's not, it's not the dead of the world. It's the dead in the church. (sighs) They're going to have to be raised and it's their grave clothes that their cultural bondage is going to have to come off of them. Notice Lazarus wasn't a sinner like that. He didn't represent sin. He represented a Jesus follower. Wow. wow. So this is who has to be loosed. This is who where the revival has to start. So at that point, once you've got those grave clothes off of you, and the stink of death is gone they're gonna come running to you cowboys hippies pierced, tattooed they're all coming and when they come in they're not gonna have a bunch of religion binding them up and we're going to, you're gonna see them y'all it's gonna be beautiful they'll all raise them tattooed sleeved arms up they'll have their gauges in their ears They'll have John 316 tattooed the size of an American flag on their body. And they're going to be raising their hands, worshiping God with tears flowing down their face. That'll flow on top of the tattooed tears some of them will have on their cheeks. And it's going to run down their face. And God ain't going to give a hoot what they look like. And you watch, they're going to love each other. They're going to love each other. And we're going to see that revolution happen. And it'll be what started in 68 and ended in around 72 is going to pick back up again. And you're going to see the Jesus freaks all walking the earth again. And I don't know about you, but I am so looking forward to it. I could almost run around and jump yeah. and shout.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You
1: know? Hallelujah! It's going to overflow right out of the church.
0: Like
2: you know, a billion soul harvest won't fit in the church. You might lose yeah. your seat. It'll be hard to park. You know yeah. these kind of things, and it can't be contained to a service on Sunday morning. It'll be it'll, it'll overflow in every workplace. It'll overflow yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, every from,
0: university.
2: Every university. That's a great word. Uh, from a yeah. practical standpoint, it can't happen the way we do church in rows, looking at a guy. It's going to be such a, a wave of the Holy Spirit it that will. You know, it'd be like, Jesus, Jesus, you know, the guy chained to the tomb, you know, he cast demons out of him and hasn't planted churches like next week. You know, we would, we, you know, <laughs> right. he's, he's like, let's go. Yeah. It'll be like
0: that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'll say one more thing about uh, something you said earlier. You said about the names, you know, the mm-hmm. dead name dead. and all mm-hmm. that. Remember, Jesus asked those spirits. He demanded of those spirits that was in Legion. What is your name? Yeah. That's what he was dealing with, and wow. he he freed the man from another name.
0: That is Hallelujah. incredible. Can, can you
1: finish on one last knot? How good sure. is God,
2: and when He looks up, what's He see?
1: Nothing. God, when God looks up, there's nothing above Him. He's the Almighty. He's the El Yon. He's the most high. That's the Hebrew word for most high God. And when he looks up, there ain't nobody there. Come on. He's the. They ain't no most or high. <laughs> and, none of that. and you know, the Bible says this, and everybody needs to just get this through their head. They get that. Just go ahead and knock that thick religious cap off. When Jesus comes back, there's a name written on his thigh that says King of Kings and Lord of Lords and he is graven you in the palms of his hands so jesus and that name written so jesus has got this massive tattoo that goes down his thigh that says king of kings and lord of lords i wonder what the church would do today if somebody walked in the church with a massive uh, john 316 tattooed down their thigh <laughs> and had their clothes up high enough to read it <laughs> <laughs> but you know that he ain't asking you. Nope. When he comes back on that horse and that robe flies back and you see King of Kings, Lord of Lords tattooed on his thigh. Oh, Jesus, Woo! cover that thigh up.
0: <laughs> cover your thigh up.
1: You know what? he You ain't going to ask that question when fire comes blazing out of his eyes and he looks at you. Nope. Man, I'm going to tell you something. He could have graven you on his shoulder, he could have graven you on his back. He could have graven you on his thigh, but he put you in the palm of his hand so he could get you up in your, in his face and talk to you and look at you. He's not put out the way we are. There was a biker walked into a church one day and he was all high, just, just ripped out of his mind. He came in wearing all, you know, however big he was. And he came in wearing nothing but his biker boots. Nothing but his <laughs> bikers. And he come walking down the aisle, but he walked into a church full of bikers. And when he come walking down that aisle, wanting free, nothing but them boots on. They didn't <laughs> tell him, go get dressed, go dress up, do this, do that. They all just took off a piece of their clothes and put it on him. Oh, and they had him dressed by the time he got to the altar. Wow. <laughs> and got him free. I was in a service one time, guys, and a guy come in, had demons tattooed on his arms all the way down, had a sleeveless shirt on. And I was in a service with with all youth, all teenagers. And he, me and this guy who was a Vietnam veteran was sitting over in the corner talking. And uh, he walked in and that guy looked around the room and he looked over at me and spotted me. He said, I want to talk to you outside right now <laughs> i looked at my friend and i said you want to go outside and my my friend from it was a veteran he said yeah let's go outside so he goes <laughs> out we go outside and my friend only i think he only had one leg you know you got you, you got you to remember now <laughs> we, we go outside <laughs> and i turn my back and lean up against the wall and he's standing in front of me And he raises his shirt up and he's got a pistol in his belt. He said, you got five minutes to tell me, talk me out of blowing my brains out right here on this. And I said, uh, inside me, my friend now standing beside me, never quit smiling. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good friend. He had no fear at all. I mean, look what he'd been through. man. It appears. Yep. He just looking and he's looking at me, looking at him. And I just, I said, Holy ghost, help me here. You got to help me. All of a sudden that guy, he did just like this. I got to go to the bathroom. Just, (laughs) just, he said, I got to go to the bathroom. And he started to walk through the building. I said, Oh, hold it. Hold it, man. I said, you can't go through in there with all them kids with that piece in your belt. He said, yeah, here. Handed me the gun and walked <laughs> on it. <in the> right. <laughs> I took the pistol and put it in my belt and covered it up with my shirt. Led him to Jesus. Wow. He gets saved. He gets born again. He's, I got a picture of him from the back, man, from like over to the side. He's worshiping, clapping, worshiping Jesus that night. I'm on stage giving an altar call with a oh. pistol under my shirt. <laughs> You know,
0: unbelievable.
1: Later, I of course I unloaded it. You know, and got it unloaded. There was one bullet in it. One.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: He meant to kill himself. That's all he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to do it in there with those kids. I don't know what he's going to do, but I know he's he'll be in heaven now. Yeah. Wow. Now that's the Jesus revolution.
0: Jesus revolution. That's where we're
1: moving. That that like.
0: That's Woo! what I'm talking. About. Yes,
1: that's the way it's going to happen, you know. And and when it does, I I remember there was a girl. Well, I could just tell you story after story. One 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 girl come in a youth center one night and had this crystal around her neck. She was a witch, you know. She she'd come in, she'd practice witchcraft, and she held that crystal and she said, "Oh, oh, this place." This place and this place, there were miracles, guys, that happened. And I could tell you about that just staggered your mind. And she said, this place, this place I said, I'm hot. I'm hot all over. And the person standing with it, she said, what is this? And the girl standing beside her said, oh, it's a holy ghost. Now, come on, let's go on in here. She got saved that night and she took off her big witchcraft type shirt and put on one of the youthful shirts we have. And uh, that's the Jesus revolution. That's Praise what's
0: coming. The Lord. That's where we're headed. That is where we are heading, and we're only months yeah. away. I love yeah, it
1: from, from its beginning.
0: From its beginning, and I, th- I do think Lord. you're yes, right. The church Jesus. needs
2: to prepare itself to not reject that, yeah, yeah, and to embrace oh, yeah. that, and to lean into it, and and yeah. and to yeah, to get our right. love on, to get the love on, that's and right. get ready to love these people.
1: Yeah. So, well, how could how we're all saved? We're in our local church. How could we start preparing for that? Well, to start with, you know, some of you could just take off your shoes for a little bit and jump up and down and worship and dance a little bit. Just remember what God told Moses. He said, take off your shoes. Isn't that something you think yeah. you want your shoes? Religion says, put them shoes on, you got right. dirty feet. The Lord said, take them off. Because in other words, what you're about to walk in, your old walk ain't going to ha- ain't gonna work in this place. Wow. Get rid of that old shoes and come up here barefoot. I want to show you something. So, it's, so Moses became a barefoot prophet. I love, I it. love it. I there, love there it. There was a
2: little girl at your church that was running back and forth, and some of the kids had no shoes on. But there's one she had she had cowboy boots on. I guess they'd be cowgirl boots on. She was a girl, but she had a skirt, and uh, I mean, she looked like like she wasn't dressed in the part like Halloween. She was a cowgirl for yeah. real. And, uh, you know, yeah. was running back and forth and dancing in these boots. And I, I don't, she's just, I don't, I don't know the age, but tiny. And I'm like, man, she is. she's doing something in the spirit realm. That's powerful.
0: She was doing warfare. And she
2: was worshiping. Yeah. And a hat dancing. yeah she had a hat the whole bit. Yeah. So that's my cute. granddaughter.
0: Oh, okay. we knew it. We felt it. I, just I was like, her. I'm like, she was a little warrior.
2: I'm like, she's doing battle oh, yeah. right there. She's, she's taking ground, you she know, with her, with her worship. That's what we need. That that kind of not just in your pew and like well this was good and I didn't like that song but I like this one she was she was reckless abandon worship.
1: Do, do you know how important your program is today? It's it's not only important in the topics you've covered, but it's important in preparation for what's coming. Yeah. I had the Lord tell me something one time. He said, he said, uh, and and people get they'll take issue with this. I I know they will. Uh, I got a book on my head. So religion, get that in your mind. So that way they can look at this book and, 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 uh, cause they're not going to listen to what I say. So let me give religion something to notice. So just stare at the book and then the rest of you listen to what I'm going to say. Here, here is the thing. The Lord told me one time he said, "What's the vilest word you can think about? You can think of." I said, "Lord, it's taking your name in vain." I said, "That's a vile word." I said, "I didn't even re- I didn't even like that word back in the old days." I said, "I didn't really like it then." Even though you might have used it, you didn't like it. And he said, "Why is that the most vile thing you can think of?" He said, I don't like that word either. Now, listen to what he told me. He said, but it bothers you for different reasons than it bothers me. You know, uh, G.D., people use God like that. He said, it bothers you for different reasons than it bothers me. He said, you think they're cussing me like they would cuss your mama. You think they're just cussing me like they would cuss your mama. He said, it bothers me because it's a lie it's a lie. I don't damn anybody. And he said, that's what bothers me about it. And he said, I'm not nearly as put out with things as you are. And he told me that he said, I'm not nearly as put out with things as you are. And that's when he asked me, what's the most vile thing you can think of? He said, it bothers you for a different reason than it bothers me. And we've got to get that mindset. We've got to get that mindset. You saw religion just bulldoze Trump when he came, became president because he didn't talk like, like the denominations talked. God is not nearly as put out with things as we are. Not nearly. And if we're going to be a part of this Jesus revolution, we better get some, as my friend, the mafia guy who got saved, used to say, you're going to have to get alligator hide and let it ride. That's what he used to tell me. Mm -hmm. Get out, let it ride.
0: Do your feet ache
1: and throb
0: in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from (sighs) MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. you can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory?
2: There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products
0: and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances?
2: If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It would not You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you even today it would buy you an entire men's suit shoes belt pants jacket everything that's the difference but today that change is happening faster than ever
0: and we know a guy by the name of dr dr kirk elliott that we've known for over 25 years he has two phds
2: this is who we're actually using this is who our friends and family are using and he's a guy we trust completely and in today's era you need somebody you trust so go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar
0: we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the this you know the
2: thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will
0: arrest you, and we will take you to jail.
1: Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But
0: no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness.
1: He said to me kim what i place in many many people is sacred and if anybody touches what is sacred to me then it is the end for them so what i've done in the united states of america is sacred and there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what i deem sacred and it's
0: not going to happen Is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory, this is evidence.
2: Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world.
1: When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation.
0: This was sacred to God. This reawakening tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.